Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Connecting Soul Beings podcast, offering you inspiration, tips, and learning about tuning into the language of your soul and gain a deep, intuitive understanding of your inner self, your guides, and the animals around you, so you are able to live from your heart with grace, love, and gratitude. We bring together spiritual leaders, energy healers, and awakened humans, so we are able to collaborate and help you feeling loved, joyful, and free by providing clear direction on how to connect soul to soul. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the Connecting Soul Beings podcast. This particular episode was recorded during the 2018 Connecting Soul Being Summit. This summit contains 28 experts and thought leaders, and we created this event to help conscious, self-aware soul beings and animal lovers to have inspiration and practical guidance on how to feel connected and in alignment, filled with beautiful energy. You can also watch the videos of these episodes on our YouTube channel, which is listed in the show notes. Please enjoy. Hi and welcome. My name is Bianca de Roos and I'm the founder of the summit Connecting Soul Beings. I warmly welcome you today. We are starting off with a beautiful person. Her name is Michelle Reinhardt and she's from Melbourne, Australia. And today Michelle is going to introduce you to the spiritual world, to get yourself familiarized with some of the language that we use as spiritual healers and teachers. She will take you through the lower vibrations and lifting yourself up to the higher frequencies to have a much better experience in life. It is an introduction video and Michelle is wonderfully explaining to you what you can do to set yourself up for success on this summit and your life as well. Now, as an introduction, Michelle is a spiritual healer and coach, and she is also the founder of Entrepreneurs Globally Unite Facebook group and podcast. And Michelle also works as a self and soul mastery coach for abundance seekers. And this is a really good starting point for you, who's really curious about spirituality and metaphysics. You might be seeking more tools and tricks to have a better experience or you already know what this is all about and you're ready for the next level up well michelle and i talk about all of that so i would love to invite you to grab yourself a cup of coffee or a beautiful herbal tea make yourself comfortable and enjoy this beautiful conversation when we talk about spirituality and i think for us and i don't know how how that is for you When we talk about spirituality, for me, I use words that other people may not necessarily understand. And sometimes it's because those words just come through and they just come out and I don't really have a filter for that. Sometimes people tell me that, you know, oh, but you work in that field for so long. So you know exactly what that means. So maybe you need to simplify it for other people. And I go, yeah, I can do that as well. Of course, I can simplify it for people. But I also believe that the words that we are using and the language that we are using to describe what we do or in generic talk about metaphysical and spiritual skill sets and services that are out there, I think also it's really important to start utilizing the words that we, that we use and that come to us because that is exactly what humanity is going to live with and understand. And at some level, we all understand it already. But I'm wondering what that is for you. How do you perceive that? And what do you experience with that? I feel the words we use carry a very strong vibration. Mm. And if we're evoking curiosity in others, then that's inviting them to step up and learn more too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all going to learn things at our own pace that some things resonate so deeply Mm. that it just quickens the pace so much so that it's just shortening people's journey. Yeah. Shortening people's journeys. That's interesting. Oh, look, I'm all about doing this as 
well, look, it's always going to happen at its own pace and, and in divine timing. But I'm all about getting there, getting people out of pain as yeah. soon as possible and into that place of, of possibility and opportunities. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to take as long as it used to. When we were first in therapy, banging, you know, bats against pillows, trying to get frustration out of us, <laughs> that was a long time ago. But it doesn't, it doesn't have to take forever. I don't want to see clients for years and years. No, no. I want to empower them so that they've got the, school, the tools and the skills that they need to be in their own truth and their own power and start exploring what that can actually be like for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And, and that's, you know, and that certainly speeds things up for them as well. Because how beautiful is it that you can guide them for that short period of time and for them to take that on board and actually work with it straight away and being able to do that on their own. I, I believe that that makes them really powerful and own it as well. Absolutely. And the, the big thing is people just don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they haven't been taught yet. Yeah. So much noise out there. There is really only one job to do in all of this, and that's to come back into your own heart. Yeah. And find your own truth. Yeah. Get past the stories, get through the illusions, and get into the truth of who we really are, why we're here, mm. what our purpose is. And that scares a lot of people. It's a question that a lot of people aren't even really asking themselves. Everyone's very, very busy looking out there yeah. for the solutions to everything. And we have all we need. We are all we seek. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. We are what we seek. Yeah, beautiful. So what makes that... What, what is it for you that really inspires you to do this work? What makes your heart sing? when you help other people to get to that point? I, well, in the true way of awakening, it's when people are standing in their power and they're no longer a victim to the ego mindset mm. or the past, the habits. They're no longer blaming. They're not in guilt. They're not in shame. They are in total non-judgment and acceptance and they're in their hearts yeah. they know how to shift they know how to break the patterns they know how to change that filter they know they know what makes them happy and they know that feeling of being in that space of, mm. of joy and happiness and peace and, and bliss and they just they don't, I mean, sure, we still have our wobbles. Everyone has wobbles, I think. That's why we're here. That's our journey. We're human. Yeah. To actually witness someone that catches the wobble, that can shift it before it creates a disaster energetically because that's exactly what happens. We get back what we're putting out. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, whether we're thinking it, saying it, feeling it, we get back exactly what we put out there. And once people realise that, they truly become a creator yeah. of their own realities and destinies. Mm. There's such power. When you see that switch on in people, it, it ignites me. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not yeah. about me. None of it's about me. It's just about teaching them what I learned the hard way and simplified it into a very, very easy process. Hmm. Easy, no, wrong word. Simple, not easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, simple, that's right. Because we do tend to overcomplicate things, don't we? Always. That's our mind. It's its job. It overthinks. It races us into the future. It goes looking for worst case scenario. 
And yeah. if people can just learn to catch that mind and come back in to their heart into, I call it very simply, stop and drop. Stop and drop. Stop. Drop from your head into your heart, which activates your spiritual mind, mm. and stay present. Mm. Nine times out of ten, the stuff that we let our brains race on into never happens anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm just actually visualizing that. <laughs> Stop and drop in your, to your heart, and I'm literally hearing a dunk. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and the more, more often you do it, and there, there's one of the big things for my clients is they, they really start to recognize everything they do mm. as a win. You know, even if they've gone down a negative path, the fact that they've caught themselves going there is still a win. And that needs to be celebrated. That needs to be acknowledged because that's what shifts our brain. That's what shifts the habits and the patterns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not right or wrong or good or bad. It just is. And we've got to come back to that point of neutrality, that zero-point field, mm. where it's all just magic. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. And sometimes, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know about yourself, but I do catch myself sometimes going back into that headspace and live from that for a little while and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay hang on a minute this is not working got a bit of a blockage there Overcomplicating it here analyzing it again and then you literally like you say you know that's that's the point where you recognize it and go okay yeah that needs to stop now i'm just going to sit and focus and just be really present yeah and really connect back you know it's um and it's not about finding a new connection when you drop into your heart it's in my mind a reconnection well that's all we're doing yeah the whole the whole thing is it's finding that point of disconnect that took us out of our heart in the first place and from my experience we find that in clients from birth to seven years of age it's somewhere in there there's a point of disconnect where we've been disillusioned by life or parents or siblings or whatever. We've taken that on as absolute truth because we know no better. Mm -hmm. And then we play out the rest of our lives proving it's true. And it could be someone said, oh, you silly little girl or you don't know anything or, or it could have been the complete opposite. You are a magnificent little girl. Mm that little magnificent girl becomes a magnificent woman because that's her truth. Yes. So if you haven't been born with a silver spoon in your mouth, there's a fair chance, there's a fair bit of work to be done. Yes. <laughs> and you've got to put your, you know, you've got to put your hands in the mud and roll up your sleeves and do the work. There is no easy way. Yeah. But once you understand that and you're willing and, I believe we do need someone standing beside us helping us with this. We're not meant to do this alone. It is too hard. It's too big. And we are our worst critics. Yeah. We are the hardest on ourselves and we are on anybody else. But we've got to learn to just come back into that beautiful soft space and hear for that voice, that voice of our intuition, that voice of of unconditional love mm. that voice of our soul you know that better than anyone bianca oh yes <laughs> that soul is just so precious yeah. beyond anything we as humans could ever imagine mm. love to be there's no words our, our language does fail in so many ways when it comes to our spiritual realm oh absolutely i agree this, it's sometimes so challenging to describe, you know, how that feels when you're really in that space 
and not even the feelings it's yeah it's what you what you sense around you it's the colors that you see it's what you're hearing and sometimes not hearing that makes it so beautiful and it's just that whole experience together it makes it almost surreal but there's so much warmth and comfort and nurture and love coming into that space yeah and as you were talking this question popped up around unconditional love wondering if people know exactly what that is and it's and then it quickly occurred to me, how do you even explain it? <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest I could come to explaining it is thinking about how I feel about my children. Mm. That's the, or my, my dog I've hit. Yeah. That's the closest that, and if people haven't got that experience to draw on, then I couldn't, I don't think I could give them another explanation. Mm. Mm. The closest. That love for our kids is just, um, yeah, it, it is unconditional. Yeah. Yeah. The closest probably to explain that is, is perhaps that, that feeling of your heart almost bursting. You know, it becomes so intense and so nice and warm that it almost just jumps out of your chest. When you look at your children or your pets, you know, or even your partner for that matter, or your parents even, you know, so you just look at them and, and just really feel into their energy. And, yeah. and that feeling that you then get from your chest outwards just completely warms your whole body and it just starts to tingle and it's almost like, can't wait to get my heart out there, <laughs> you know? That, that's how I would describe it because that's how I, yeah, the closest to how I would feel. Um, and, of course, the ultimate goal is to feel that. Yeah, exactly. All day, every day, with every interaction, with every human, with every animal, with everything. That's oneness, is it not? Oh, yes. Yes. But why are we not always feeling it, though? Why, why, why do we only feel it when we truly tune into that and, and it doesn't stay around all day? Why would you think that is? I think that's our human conditioning where we've been, we've been to this point very lacking with divine feminine energy. It's all been masculine. It's all been action. It's all been in the head. Whereas now we, thank goodness, have permission to lead from our heart, yeah. which is when we start to really show up with authenticity and love and that genuine compassion that is so compelling. Mm. That's the goal. That's, that's why I believe we... We're in the mess we are globally. Yes. Mm. It's shifting, thank goodness. It's, we're banding together, not just feminine women, but the feminine in men equally as being awakened and being allowed to shine. I feel for the guys. I really do because they've been raised, you know, toughen up, you know, don't cry. They've really had that, that gorgeous softness that is in all little boys squashed out of them, haven't they, as they've, yeah. as they've grown up through the school system and through adulthood and that. It's, it's beautiful to see that in a man that's truly embodied back that part of him that oh it's a part of their essence we're all yeah. masculine feminine yin and yang you know exactly. we all need to have the balance yeah that's right and i think for a lot of women it's quite true as well to learn to tap back into that feminine side of us because a lot of women have learned to be more manly in that, you know, 
in the workplace, for example, the corporate workplace as well, where you do need to be a bit more tough because it's such a tough world out there. Mm. And you can't be seen as, you know, that weak woman um, at the realm. And that's that's been quite a, at least from what I've seen in the corporate world as well, that women are struggling with that because they are female, yet they may be in such a masculine environment that they, they raise their masculinity. And then when they come out of that environment to go back to their femininity as well, that can be quite challenging for a lot of women too. And to help men come up, show up to, to show as well that they can tap into their femininity and perhaps even teaching women that's, that it's okay to see that side of us as well um, is very powerful. And it's mm, okay. It, it yeah. is. Yes, it is. I, I left the corporate world 25 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it didn't fit me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, and I went back in all that time. I've gone back once for one year and purely because we had fallen into an enormous amount of debt and we had to do whatever we could to put food on the table. We lost our home as a result of all of that. I felt that I needed to go and make money if you like and now here I am doing what I love and making so much more money per hour than I ever could in a admin role and I wonder why I didn't do that then but clearly that wasn't what was meant to be we all get um, guided along the way and I had obviously to learn some pretty heavy duty lessons so that I can now step up and teach them and help others through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's beautiful, isn't it? To have those experiences so that you can help other people. Well, wasn't at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I can appreciate that. (laughs) No, it wasn't fun. Wasn't none of it was fun. But I look back at it now and mm. I do say this a lot, the, um, the toughest lessons become our greatest teachers. Yeah. And to the degree of which we embody the lessons and the learnings is to the degree of which we grow. Mm. And it's never pretty. Growth is not. Growth is not because it's so much easier to stay in your comfort zone yeah yeah it's it's easy but it's not also it's hard isn't it because when we're challenged to step up i've always found that there's been a teacher that stepped in to assist me along the way whenever i've made that decision mm-hmm. to shift or to change there's always been someone We become collectors in our life, don't we, of beautiful people? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's also probably one of the things that has driven me to create this summit too, is to collect all those teachers and to really share those experiences. It's been an amazing journey so far, having spoken to so many beautiful souls on this journey of creating the summit and everybody has a similar experience in that we've all had those experiences and these growths and at the same time have had the the right mentors and coaches and guides come on our path that have helped us through these major uh, perturbations or growth spurts, whatever it is, right, To, to help us through that. And it's really wonderful that we've all embraced that in a way that we have learned and open up to the new learnings and open up to the not so good experiences, but to take it just by the hand and just go with it. Mm, it's certainly a, an element of surrender that is 100% required. You, mm. I, I felt mm. that old part of me clinging on for grim life for so long 
And when I decided that that was enough and I chose a different path, just quite recently over the last few months, some pretty heavy-duty stuff has been thrown at me. Mm. For once, I decided not to catch it and hold on to it. I just threw it on, you know. It's just like, no. And all of the things that I've learned along the way kind of just fell into place. You mentioned before that we have times where it's, it's not all right. I had one of those this morning. My computer wasn't working. How many times have we tried to schedule this, Bianca? Oh, <laughs> too many to count, I think. <laughs> I know. And, and I sat there. I couldn't get into Zoom and I couldn't. My computer just jammed and I sat there and I thought, this is not going to happen again. And then I just sat back and I thought, or is it? And I just turned my computer off. I walked away. I went and put the kettle on. And I called in Master Merlin for some of his magic fairy dust. Yes. And I got him to sprinkle it all over the place. And I could hear him just mischievously laughing. And I came back, turned it all on, and it worked. Beautiful. And I, in the past, I would have sat here for the two or three hours I had before we connected and tried to fix it. Mm-hmm. Some things can't be fixed with the same attitude and energy that created the problem in the first place. Yeah. You've got to completely shift into a different paradigm to be able to allow that change to come through. And that's the magic in that stillness. That's that Again, zero point field, that, that moment of just being present. Yeah. Well, yeah, thank so. Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed. No, it, he is, oh my gosh, he's very present in my life, very much so. We don't have to do this alone. The, further, the more alone we think we are, the further from the truth we really are. Mm. Yeah, and that's beautiful because we don't just have the physical people around us, the physical guides and mentors. We also have the spiritual ones, the metaphysical ones that are actually out there and supporting us and guiding us and fully have our back Mm. in any situation. Mm. Completely agree. One of the... um, tipping points or turning points for me was learning that learning about energies, mm-hmm. learning about frequencies mm. and learning that the universe doesn't speak English. Yeah. It's a whole new language that we have to learn. We have to plug into and we have to tune into yeah. like that radio frequency crackle, crackle, crackle until you get on the right bandwidth. And then it's crystal clear. And until we, and that's different for everybody, as mm. you well know, mm. until we are able to, it starts with curiosity, doesn't it? You've got to start getting really curious about what yeah. is going on, what is the truth, what is my truth, why am I here? They're the big questions that mm. when people start asking those questions, that's when I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wow. So how do you get started in that? Because I can so appreciate that some of the audience have, they were drawn to, to participate here in the summit. And they, you know, they're probably very curious, which is really great but they might not have any concept of what we're talking about. And then there are those in the, at the summit that have a little bit of an idea and there are probably those as well that have experience and they know what we're talking about and probably are ready for the next level up. Hmm. For those people that are just on the cusp of understanding it and also those that are just before that of not really having an idea of what this is all about. And are just really curious how, how, could we help them to have more of an understanding of what what it is that we're talking about? Okay. Yeah, I'd love to speak into that. 
the way my clients understand this the easiest the first question in healing I guess or stepping up or whatever to ask is what they think of themselves mm-hmm. the only language of the universe is love yeah and until we can turn that love inward into our own selves and our own being and love and honour and cherish that, there's not going to be a next. Mm. It starts there. And that's a very tough journey. It was for me and I skirted around it for a good few years. (laughs) (laughs) And I wondered why. I wasn't the person that I wanted to be. I didn't have that compassionate heart that I saw in others. And it was because I didn't have it in me. It hadn't, I hadn't awakened it in me. One thing that I'd love to share is a thing I learned from Esther and Abraham Hicks, and it's the emotional guidance scale. Mm-hmm. It helps me to understand why I'm getting more of what I'm getting in my life. Actually, would you like me to share the screen? Oh, that'd be great. Yes. Okay, let's do that. Are you seeing the spiral? Yes. Yes, beautiful. Okay, so this is an emotional guidance scale. Obviously, what we're aiming for is that central point which has got boredom written on it at the moment from any time in our lives we're vibrating up or down on this scale okay and because we are energy beings whatever we're vibrating at or feeling is what we're putting out to the universe to get next So many of my clients find me when they're right down the bottom of this chart, right down in powerlessness, in victimhood, in blame, in shame, in guilt. Mm -hmm. And they're often medicated on depression medications. They're they're sad, really, really sad. It hurts my soul when they walk in the door Mm -hmm. because I feel it so deeply. So Mm -hmm. by understanding this is where people are sitting at emotionally. If they're feeling that, then that's exactly what they're putting out to our humble servant, God, source, creator, universe, whatever. Their job is to give us everything we want, everything we're vibrating at. Now, if our core frequency is way down the bottom there in guilt or jealousy or hatred or rage, or anger, or worry. And for our listeners, I'm going to invite you to feel these words as I'm saying them, because mm. they're heavy. They're not nice. Impatience, irritation, frustration, pessimism. They're all on the downward spiral. So anything in there is going to keep us trapped and getting more of what we're getting, whether we like it or not, okay? Mm -hmm. Once we hit the the central point, we can shift. We can shift at any point here. What we've got to do is is change what we're doing to change our frequency. There's a couple of things that I do um, to do that really simply. I get my shoes and socks off and go and stand on the earth. Go and touch a tree. Now, that does look a bit weird sometimes, I know. (laughs) <laughs> don't worry i do the same <laughs> I'm alone in that one <laughs> i love love my essential oils mm. i wear them all the time anything that smells nice and light all of your citrus oils are very uplifting all of your deeper heavier woody woody ones are more grounding all of your florals are all around the heart they're all love okay music is another fantastic way to shift your frequency I've got a playlist that in my community some time ago I asked for songs that people love 
to play when they're uplifted. And coincidentally, Bianca, when, when I'm taking people through my course, we have a playlist which we put together. At the start of the program, all of the songs that people put into the course are really heavy songs and they're really stories of their past. As they come through their 14 days with me towards the end of the program, they're all future songs. They're upbeat, they're boppy, they're happy. Wow. So they've literally gone from one end of this spiral right up to the top in wow. 14 days. How powerful is that to use music? It's exactly identify this is where you're at and then this is where you're now. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's marvellous. Wow. It really is. And there's so many songs out there I get songs given to me through the night from my guides yeah and I will go and download the song and play the song to get my my messages from the song yeah I don't like all of them (laughs) 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 some of them are like you know a kick up the bum but they're always uh aha there's always something deeply profound in them Hmm. so With this, one thing I do is get my clients to have this chart on their phone as their screensaver so that every time they're looking at their phone, they're they're asking themselves, where am I vibrating at? What am I attracting into my life? And just that is enough to shift up. Mm. One other beautiful thing you can do is go onto YouTube and find all the funniest videos you can and have a good old laugh or look for um, images of kids laughing they just cackle from their heart and soul and you can't not laugh at a little baby that's laughing that will shift you your frequency up so high it's it's not even funny yeah yeah so that's one thing that i i do as you can see and i'll invite you to feel into these emotions as i go through these words um positive expectations we start to look for all the good things instead of the bad things instead of thinking oh my god what's going to happen next i always always get bad stuff thrown at me you start to think well i wonder what's next every morning when i wake up one of my i have morning mantras that i go through i always ask what sort of fun are we going to have today Mm. it's a whole lot different to waking up thinking oh my god how am i going to pay those bills yeah. <laughs> because if that's the way you wake up, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Again, whether you like it or not, that is the law of the universe. That's the way it works. We step up as we spiral up to being content. Mm. Wherever we're at is perfect right now. And what we do next is a choice. Mm. Okay, we get to go and look for great things to appreciate or we get to go down that spiral and stay down there now it's okay to go down there but don't live there don't stay there and don't beat yourself up if you find yourself there congratulate yourself for catching yourself we move up to hopefulness we move up through optimism and enthusiasm You can even hear my voice lifted up as I've come out of those heavy emotions. I hate being there. I've lived a good part of my life there. Not going there again. We find happiness. A lot of my clients come into me and they don't even know what it is to be happy. They can't remember the last time they laughed. Mm. Um, Eagerness, passionate, love, empowered, joy. And my personal favourite, my absolute resonance is freedom yeah freedom to be have and do all that we came here to be Mm. so this chart speaks volumes to me and it also keeps me on track i don't need it so much anymore because i find that i'm i'm pretty well flying high but also these colors hold a very, very strong resonance as well so if you need to wear purple to feel love or pink is love as well or even the blues for communication or the greens for the heart or the reds for grounding i i I found many many years ago a a whole set of undies in the chakras colors (laughs) 
and they were fabulous because they just they resonate you yeah. know at that at that base level definitely so whatever you can find and do that makes you feel lighter and brighter and happier lifts your resonance mm. lifts your vibrational frequency and it puts you in a space where you're attracting a much better next yeah which is all we want yeah did that help beautiful wow good amazing i've never good. seen it explained like this before it's pretty simple stuff i i keep things very simple yeah definitely and this is absolutely the core of what we're talking about as well in terms of the spirituality and the metaphysical world and the things that we that we can invite into our own being and, and this image here for me, when I see those colors as well, you know, like you mentioned, they're all the chakra colors too. That's right. They all resonate with our different energy centers in our physical body, in our energy body. And it's lovely that you mentioned your undies. <laughs> I have it with my socks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I always yeah. have socks in grounding colors, you know. For me, grounding colors are all connected to the earth as well. So I've got like my browns and my greens and my reds and my oranges and things like that as well. Mm. And color is, it plays such a significant role in my way of showing up too. And it's really interesting because when I wear red, for example, I usually wear a red or an orange when I'm in front of a group of people and I'm presenting because yeah. it really makes me feel that strong. yeah, strong and empowered and, and um, creative and fun, you know, because we need to bring all those elements into the play as well. And, and orange is also part of my brand colors. It's my favorite color too. So it really makes me feel alive and, and happy. Yeah. And and subconsciously, we also choose certain colors depending on what we're doing or who we might even be meeting. Mm. You know, every time when I interact with you, I feel quite warm and nurtured and loving and absolutely cared for. And for me, that's a hard color, so I'm wearing the pinks. <laughs> I don't even do it consciously. It just hit me. You know, yeah. and I've noticed, you know, every time I see, I see you or talk to you as well, there's always that type of color around me because that's, you've got such a beautiful, soft, mellow, nurturing energy with you that it really helps us to, to really start to connect with ourselves as well. And you're fully supporting that process. You know, you're absolutely doing this with unconditional love for other people. And it's, it's an amazing, an amazing gift that you, that you have and that you share. It's really powerful. Thank you. Mm. I, I was, my dad used to always say, we've got two ears and one mouth for a very good reason. Shut up and listen. <laughs> 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 and I did become a really good listener. I listen for the words that people use also. Mm -hmm. Because the, the words that we use carry a frequency and, of course, what we're saying we're going to get more of. So if we're using words like hard and struggle and tough and mm -hmm. difficult and bang, you're just mirror attracting it right back at the yeah. speed of light, quite literally. Yeah. So it's really important to be mindful of those words. And sometimes I do a whole session with people just in conversation and I make note of the words that they're using. People get really careful <laughs> around me <laughs> <laughs> because they will be the, it could be just one word that's yeah. stopping abundance and dead in the tracks from reaching them. Yeah. Just one word that they're playing on that, that is a negative belief. It's a part of their self-talk that is holding them stuck. Yeah. And very often it's, it's so very simple to find, mm. but it's just under the surface. Yeah. And that's exactly why we need other people in our lives to help us and to make us aware of certain things that we just don't see, that we don't pay attention to. Mm. You know, like you say, there's a, those little tiny things, but they have such a massive big impact on how we show up and what we do and what we are creating as well and how we can reconnect. 
Absolutely. And even when people are hell-bent on going into their stories all the time and talking about stories and gossiping and, mm. you know, I, I can't be around regular school mums anymore at the school because they just, they bring me down energetically mm. and I can't, I can't stand there and listen to them whinging about money and problems and all that sort of stuff. And I know how they can fix it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know that they're just attracting and it's almost like I step back because I just don't want to be in their vortex. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just quite happy over on my own. Spin, spin, spin and away. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything we want yeah. is standing there, not standing literally, but it is there waiting for us. Mm-hmm to vibrate at its frequency. Yes. And once we can match that, we get it. Mm. Not like our guides. Our guides can come down to us and help us and lift us, but we must go to the things that we want. Mm -hmm. And you do that by adhering to that, the scale and by doing stuff that's fun, that's happy, that's light. Yeah that makes you feel good, mm. that's when you're on your purpose. That's when, whether your purpose is to be a mum or an international speaker or author or whatever, both are equally valuable. If you're doing what you love, you're on purpose. Yes, exactly. And if you're sad, if you're unhappy, if you're living in worry, in fear, in doubt, you are out of alignment. Mm. So we've got to start bringing that vortex back up, bringing those energies back up to that place of happiness. Live there. Yeah. Now, there's something I'd love to share also for another way for people that I find get really stuck in affirmations. Telling themselves one thing and believing another. Okay. So a lot of, uh, and I did this for many, many years, I would have affirmations stuck on my windows, stuck on my shower, stuck on my door, stuck in my car, everywhere. And I didn't believe it. I'd look at it and I'd read, I'm a millionaire and I'd, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Such a massive disconnect. Mm. So through my program, I invite people into the energy of relief, of being relieved that they can lean into the possibility that things can be better. Yeah. It's a bridge. And it really helps go from that, I'm so stuck, I'm so screwed, to I might be able to do this. Then the energy can shift and it can start to flow towards you, towards your dreams and your goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's so much gentler as well for us. It's not... It's not jumping from being down here to going up there. It's really Absolutely. doing it very gently, isn't it? Mm, it is. And it starts to get a bit exciting when you start to notice things around you shifting. Yeah. I was up the mountain walking the other day and I was pondering a program and I came, uh, came up with, someone did, um, this really good idea and I started to get really excited and I said, all right, now I just need a sign and I looked on the tree and there was a big white feather stuck on the tree. <laughs> That's how tuned up you can get into things yeah. and really get in the flow and get excited. Yeah. We only get one shot at this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I spoke to a friend of mine a while ago and I was in a bit of a stuck situation myself, and which I've created, obviously. <laughs> and the, uh, she said, oh, let me share something with you. She goes, and then she sort of looked at me. And she goes, no, she goes, I've got a question. She goes, are you going upstream or downstream? And I just looked at her like she was on fire. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> she was like, are you going upstream or downstream? And I go... She goes, well, upstream is harder and downstream is everything goes with flow. And you just, you mm-hmm. know, really nicely um, going towards where you see that you want to be or what you want to create or how you want to feel. And I go, well, then I'm definitely going upstream. <laughs> That's for sure. In this particular situation, it's I'm here stuck and I'm looking up going, 
ain't gonna happen and she goes well let's turn around yeah she goes let's create a little boat shed at the end of the stream and she says and that's where you have the things that you would like to experience or how you want to feel or who you want to be and she goes and we're really tapping into that she goes let's tap into how it may feel if you have that Mm, yeah that's that relief yeah it's that relief exactly yes and i was yes. like oh never really thought time. about it that way <laughs> so once i started doing that and look that didn't happen straight away you know it doesn't for me it wasn't right there and then although i have had experience that certain things can shift that quickly in a moment yes. but for yes. this situation it took a few days and once i i did a very consciously a couple of times a day tuning into that particular feeling and bringing that here yes yes feeling it into my body i started to shift and all mm. of a sudden my head started to follow that going that's actually a much better feeling than what i've got over here you yeah. know and then that sort of tagged along and yeah and that all of a sudden it shifted and then doors start to open up and it's like oh okay hello <laughs> this is good yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly yeah when we turn that boat around we don't even need the oars anymore no <laughs> and what you said about the feelings, I, I really want to go a little bit more on that because this is a bit I think that the law of attraction misses out on. Okay. It speaks a lot of thoughts and attracting vibrations and all that sort of stuff. But if you attach that feeling yeah. with it, it's an absolute given. Yeah. Feeling of that love being able to go there into that that future and i do this a part of the quantum creating part of my course i take people to their future and i get them to look back at how they got there mm. and that feeling of, of and, and it's even it's a guided process and people asking them how they did it they're so proud of them and i always always get such a beautiful response from that and it puts them in their future self yeah and it gives them that it's almost it's a magnetic attraction within the quantum field it's very very special yeah very special so to have that feeling accompanying what you want and where you're going as well that that is like the the lighthouse mm. for me that's mm. that's, the, the, that's that attraction that point of attraction that it, it gets taken out of your hands and yep. you just you stand back in in amazement you allow miracles in they're yes. all around us yes they're all around us the thing that trips people up in my experience is allowing that contraindication that that vibration that's contrary so we go yes we want that and we're doing that and then we go oh but i can't Mm. never had it before so i'm not going to do it again yeah 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 but we can do it i know we can i just did this great new program and i can do this didn't work last time why will it work this time yeah yeah but this is different i'm different i'm changed i'm shifted no you haven't yeah so it's you always come to the lowest vibration unfortunately yeah that's where the next comes from yeah, exactly. So we've got to shift that lower vibration up higher and higher to get different results. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and feeling into that little step higher and how that could feel gets you closer into it. Mm, it does. And not leaving it there, but actually bringing it here. Well, we yeah. know that there's no, there's no time and space. No in the universe why wait why have five-year goals mm. i don't want to wait five years for my goals to materialize no i want them now yeah can we have them yesterday <laughs> collapse the time that's what i do with my clients collapse the time bring it now feel yeah. it now exactly and then, let, then let the rest of you catch up to it mm. because it will yeah it will Unfortunately, you know, we, we have to crawl before we walk and we walk before we run. Yeah. My, my daughter didn't. She crawled and then ran. She just got up and took off and she hasn't stopped since. Wow. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I don't feel that anything can stop anyone if their why is big enough. Mm. And I would strongly encourage, and I'd like to offer a gift if I may. 
Yes, of course. I do. I have a free gift that is creating abundance the quantum way, and it helps people create a, a roadmap. Sadly, when I ask a lot of people what they want in their lives, and particularly young, our youth, I work with a lot of youth um, up in teenage years, and they have no idea what they want out of their lives. They have no clue what they want it to look like, feel like, smell like, touch, taste like, you know. And unfortunately, if we don't have that end destination plugged into our GPS, the universe cannot deliver it. Mm. So we've got to get really clear about what we do want as opposed to what we don't want. Yes. And... Stay there. Put that on the future map, on the future map, on the vision, and it's a shift. I know it's a shift, yeah. and it does take time, but it ta- takes every conscious thought. Every time you think it, you get to choose whether you go down the spiral or up the spiral. Yeah, and it starts by just catching yourself and not judging. Mm. And just, I know for me, when I started being really consciously creating my future, I would, I, I was a bit sick. I, <laughs> it took me a lot longer than I know it's taken plenty of people because my ego was so strong and it was so overpowering that I, I literally had to, for a while there, visualize a big red stop sign coming up in front of my face Mm. like stop you're not going to do that what I choose is this instead Mm. but it wasn't a stop you stupid whatever it was just like stop stop we're not doing that anymore this is where we're going and yeah look it flipped through a few times and and occasionally it still does Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now I, I get it and I just think, okay, that's just a little bit more clearing to do. Let's go and do that now. I don't let it hang around. No, no. When you've got some really cool little tri- tricks and tips, I've got a complete toolkit for people. They, you find what works for you and you just run it through and it becomes as habitual as going down the negative path. Mm, mm. But you, you're rising and it's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's um, guided. It's only I think it takes fifteen minutes to go through the video, and it's a workbook. It's part of my course, right at the, the centre of it, mm. and it's really valuable to sit down. And when I take people through it one on one, it's really powerful as well, because I, as we all do, as mentors and and teachers, we always see so much more in others than they can see in themselves. So it's yes. really quite powerful to have someone guide you through that sort of a process yeah exactly yeah and then you know whatever it is you want times it by a hundred zillion because you can have anything it's unlimited (laughs) what you ask for unlimited yes unlimited there is enough for everyone else yeah oh there sure is absolutely And, and i love when you say you know ask what you would like but be very clear on that and i've noticed not to put limitation on that be really clear but don't put a limitation yeah because yeah as i said you know abundance is unlimited absolutely yeah wow i do find that there are a few common the words mistakes it's probably not the right word to use but I, I would love to share those for people as the summit progresses, Bianca, just mm-hmm. so that they can be aware because awareness is, is very powerful. Yes. And I'll, I'll just share my screen again. Just yeah, to sure. Take, just to help people see this. Yeah. Okay. You got my gorgeous hearts there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love them. Yeah. Wait. Come on. Why isn't it? I'm glad we're not live. You'll have to edit this bit out. Yeah. 
<laughs> we can. Why, why isn't it? Uh, just I can't. I can't do it. Why can't I? There are two little arrows in the left bottom of your screen. Should just be on the click. Okay, so the common, I'll start there. Um, some of the common mistakes my clients find when they begin a journey of transition is they bring their past with them on their journey forward. Yeah. And I really strongly encourage every one of our listeners, your listeners, to draw a line in the sand and step over the line and look forward. Yeah. There's so much that can be gained from moving into the future. Um, doubt and limiting thoughts are another common thing that trip people up. Being attached to the outcome. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't know how things are going to look. We don't know from this point in time in our lives what our very best possible outcome is. So let it flow. Be open to what comes. Don't consent to anything other than what you want and will accept. Hmm. If you don't like where you're at right now, consent only to that which will make your situation better. Yes, yeah. And we will get in our own way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're very good at that one. Yeah, we, we are. We're very good at it. Mm. And it's really, really important to just take that step back. Yeah. Stop and stop and drop, come into your heart and just go into your feelings. If it mm. feels light and right, keep going. If it feels dark and heavy, shift things up, vibrate higher, get out of the funk, put some music on, go out and hug a tree, do whatever, whatever you've got to do, but get to the truth of it. Yeah. There's a gorgeous acronym and I, I like to use as well, and it's TLC. Ask yourself, is it true? Mm -hmm. Is it logical? And is it constricting? Because if it's constricting, you need to shift it. Yeah. And yeah. those three things will probably be a no all the way mm. yeah so be open on the journey it's a magnificent journey once we understand vibrations and frequencies a whole new world opens up for us a brand new language And yeah. it is truly as easy or as hard as we make it. Yeah. For me, the easy, the hard way was trying to do it on my own. And the easy way was finding a coach that really resonated with me mm -hmm. and journeying with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we need sometimes. <laughs> It's all we need yeah. sometimes. And, and it's also really important to know that asking for help is not a bad thing to do. You know, and no. asking for that person to come into your life to help you with that. It's certainly, I see it as being very courageous and owning where you're at and, you know, being responsible for it in terms of starting to shift it and do something about it and, and ask for that person to come in to help you asking for help activates abundance mm, there you go yeah and it equally activates it for you and it activates it for others yeah. because if we can't give and receive we're not in flow we're going up the river yeah yeah exactly and as i said very early on with our chat, you know, we don't know what we haven't learned yet. No. It's not our fault. It's perfect. Everything is absolutely perfect right here, right now. Mm. 
Wonderful. Wow, I can talk for hours. <laughs> we do. We do. Well, <laughs> we will. To listen to you all the time. And, you know, every time I'm really enjoying the time with you and learning so much from you as well. It's just amazing. And I thank you so much mm. for being here on the summit and for being part of everyone's journey. And, um, and also for, I'm, I feel so blessed to have met you this year and, and to have you around me. That's absolutely amazing. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that we've opened the doors beautiful and wide so that your guests can experience the richness that is to flow and to follow from your wisdom, the guests that have by no accident aligned to this summit in this place, in this time. There are no accidents. No. The people that are here are here in absolutely divine timing. Definitely. Yeah, totally agree with that. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michelle. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to yet another inspiring episode of Connecting Soul Beings podcast. I love receiving your comments, stories and feedback as they are truly inspiring. So please take some time to comment on this episode below. If you love the show, you can help us by sharing and liking it via your favorite podcast platform and our website. And if you feel that we can work together in helping you to connect to your inner self and the animals, then hop on over to biancaderose.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram under Bianca de Rose. Thank you again so much. Say hi to your pet from me and stay connected with love and grace.